She's cute. Your host of Candy Kids TV, everywhere you need to be. And if you don't know by now, it's not your typical interview, y'all. Candy Kisses, blown away. Candy Kisses, TV for tomorrow today. Man, throw that all the on that bitch. That me sound like Teddy Payne. Hi, this is Kim Cole, and you are rocking with Candy Kisses TV. It's your boy Talon, baby. We're chilling. Candy Kisses TV. Want a girl with Shell C. Don't take it personal. choosy about the things the Lord naturally blessed me with. So what did you start? Like, what was your first, I guess, one-stage moment? Uh, I actually started here at Uptown Comedy Corner four years okay. ago. Rest in peace, Scobobble. Uh, him and Nara put the mic in my hand and grabbed bombed so goddamn bad, you could have heard people breathing. <laughs> and... I wanted to cry, and Skull was like, if you leave this motherfucker, you pussy. You pussy. I never saw I was like, I don't want to be a pussy. So I sat there through that sure, shit. Sure, that, that, that's what gave you the energy. You were just like, I don't want to be that Yeah, guy. like, because <laughs> Nora lit my ass up, and I was like, oh, my God, like, these people are so mean. But, girl, once I found out that shit came with the business, that shit, like, made me extra tough. Yeah. yeah. Where do you? So how do you start with, when you dealt with that situation? Because I know, I mean, it's hard to get on the stage. That's, yeah. that's not an easy task. People act like, oh, it's just easy. Get on stage and make people laugh. Yeah. Listen, I'm like, I'm I'm a makeup artist and just being an instructor, teaching people, teaching classes is hard for me because right. I'm like, you got all these little eyes staring at you. Like, how do you get over that, that stage right? Well, what happened was they told me that I needed to keep coming back on Sundays. And from what the word on the street was, Uptown was that shit. Like, okay. you ain't no real comedian unless you do Uptown. Okay. So I was like, shit, I got to be here every fucking Sunday. And that's what I did to the point. Scobo was like, man, take your motherfucking ass somewhere. You done mastered this shit already. <laughs> mastered is like I was almost an amateur, good enough to the point I was funny. So okay. I kept going up, kept going up, kept going up and that's what the hell I did to the point I was like you know a little fearless about it like fuck it if I had a bad set it's left on the stage you know what I'm saying I got another night to do this again my biggest thing would be like how not to snap cause it's like you get people on there and they want to say like just like you say if they want to boo or whatever my natural instinct would be like Hold on, I'm gonna do the whole set about you because I'm not doing this tonight. You know one thing I learned, like, cause I really never had like a real, real heckler. I remember one time this dude kind of got outraged and I put him in his place. But I remember Lunell came uh, to the commentary, which used to be called Legends. Yeah. And it was this heckler, somebody in the crowd that was doing something crazy, and she stopped the show and she was like, "I'm not gonna let you ruin the show for everybody else. I came here right. to do a job. People came here to do a laugh." So if you don't like it, get out. I'm not gonna waste my comedy time or comedy set on you talking shit about you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know you ain't shit when you're not in front of a room full of people that's enjoying the show. And that, like, that stuck for me. Like, I came here to do a job. I didn't come here to argue with your funk ass. Like, right. you can go. And I need, like, it wasn't even on no Hollywood type of stuff. Like, you know, like, I really had to think right. about what you she was talking about. Right. <laughs> so 
if I did a show, if, a, say for instance, if I'm closing out a show or something like that, I let them know. And sometimes I might give them two to three chances, then I light it to their ass, especially if you're in them holding the walls that ain't got security. Mm -hmm. I just light it to their ass. But if they got security, get their ass out of here, man. That's true. Fucking up the show. Let me ask you this, with the whole um, comedy game, are you getting into the acting situation too? Or are you doing oh. strictly do comedy? No, baby. Uh-uh. I love me some acting. That's okay. like... That's, that's, you know how you got your first love and that dude that's in your soul? Right. Okay, so, like, acting is in my soul. Comedy is my first love because I used to make my mom laugh when she was sick. And she was like, let's do something funny for your mom and make her laugh and make mm -hmm. her feel good. So that's another reason why I love comedy so much. But, girl, I love me some acting. Like, I pray I get a role, like a big role we playing in, like, a Negro civil rights movie. <laughs> Because you're all from Mississippi, so, like, I want that southern feel get out my porch. Like, I want to do that. People call me crazy, but that's on my bucket list, girl. Like, I Yeah, like, I wanted to, every audition I went in, girl, I would always play uh, Miss Sophia from the Color Purple. Oh, Jesus. All my life, I had to fight. They gonna tie the cast you? That's, girl, that's my favorite person. I come in with the hair, the dress, the straw hat, the saggy titties. I come there with all that. All of it. Oh my all God. Of it. Okay, so, okay, so clearly love story about that you just want to do Negro spirit. I didn't want to do no bitch ass. Oh, you job. I thought it was, anybody got time for that. But I'm saying, what well, it depends on the check though. Now, look, I will do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to play young, old, dumb, retarded. I want to play all that. You know what I'm saying? Like the scene with Queen Latifah got her titties cut off. I love Queen Latifah. I did her and set it off a black comedy that I wrote and produced. So I like all that, you know? So speaking of writing, what is your writing process? Do you just sit up and observe or you just kind of freestyle it when you come up comedy? Well, I went to film school or whatever because they when I first got into comedy, it was like the money going to take 12 years before you start getting, you know? So I was like, oh shit, I got to get in school. And I love writing. I like watching how movies made. Like it's hard for me to watch movies now because I'm like, you know what? They jump cut. I saw what the hell happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when you start learning how to yeah. get it, you be like, mm -mm, they didn't do that right. I see the boom mic. And I just... As far as writing, like, I want people to feel it in their soul what they yeah. just watch. I, it's just like comedy. I want them to relate to it. I want them to understand. I want to bring them into this world. What it, You know, how would you feel if your daughter had cancer? You know, yeah. your husband left them. I want to make people cry. Speaking of movies, uh -huh. what type of movie would you like to write? Like, what would be your first... If you got like a million dollar budget and they said, hey, we want you to write a movie, what would it be about? Um, probably a bio about my life. Okay. Yep, sure would. So you, so you got a good little story to tell you. Oh, girl, ain't no good little story. I made grown men cry. Oh, well, everybody got chapters. You know, you know what's so crazy though? I could be telling, like, somebody could be telling their story. And they be, they be going through some deep, deep shit, like, like yeah. some real nigga shit. And I don't be told. And you know, like, what's crazy is people tell their story, and it be some deep shit that I be like, damn, girl, oh, you strong. You know what I'm saying? Right. Then I tell my story, my folks be like, bitch, what a rip. Give me a rip of napkins. Like, yo, my story ain't got shit on you. Yeah, my story ain't got shit on yours. And I'm like, I was just, you know, letting you know what I've been through. They be like, bitch, like, grown women be like, girl, I wouldn't even be living right now. I be out here on crack and shit. I'm like, it's just my story. I ain't want to outdo you. That is? I was at IHOP telling my story one time to a few of my comedic brothers or whatever. And they was like, nigga, I'm damn near 50. And they ain't never went through none of that shit. Like, how you breathing right now? Well, it's easier to write a book than it is to get a movie picked up. Where are your book at? Look, books is, like Chris Rock said, if you want to hide something from a nigga, put it in the book. But I mean, the books are the new way. Right now, I've got plenty of friends that are Arthur Mendo are really well with their books. 
got, you know, got it written down, but as far as the book, okay. I want the movie to come out before the book. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Because it'd be some good-ass books that you read, and you're like, when the fuck the movie going to come out? True. Like, True. When is the movie gonna come out? Like right. Ronda Ryan, not Ronda Ryan. It's another chick who uh, write books and she in prison, but she's okay. getting out soon. Books cold, and I'm like, yes, I'm still praying God let it out so she can do a movie. Let it out, let it right, out. Right, right. But I would rather do the movie first and then do the book because they're gonna be like, okay. And she got 42 chapters, and this movie was an hour or two hours long. It gotta be more to it because movies always cutting out shit. Oh, yeah. Oops, you yeah. got a detailed, detailed, detailed. Yeah, yeah. Colors and all. Yeah. So let me ask you this: In the industry, who is the person that you look up to, whether it's comedians or actors or whatever? Who is your go-to person? Like, I want to model my career after that. Queen Latifah. Okay. I love that lady. Okay. I love her. So love what's, her. what's the main thing that, that like you're that she's that woman of power that makes you sad? Because it's funny because people say um, I look like her and I sound okay. like MC Light. And I just like her, her divine power, like her presence. She's universal. Like she can play a thug, a lesbian, a sick woman, this, that, right. a third. And it was like, oh my God, like I like her. I be like thinking I hear rap. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then she played in a few comedic movies. So I'm yeah. like, damn, what could she not do? You know right. what I'm saying? I love her. We almost built the same. I think I'm going to look just like her when I, when I get almost 30 or some shit like that. So okay. I'm just like, I like this woman. I like her posture. When I played the character Queen uh, said it, Cleo over there, they was like, is you gay? Is you going to kiss her? And I like because I did that because it was a challenge for myself and I watched the interviews because she said it was a challenge for her. Like, I'm playing a lesbian. You know, I wonder what my career is taking off. What these people are going to think about me. And I did that. People was like, is you gay? You gay? You gay? And I'm like, no, this is a challenge. I'm going to step outside the box and see what I can do. Okay. And I did that. Like, yeah. and it felt so good. I love playing Cleo Cubs. Like, I like that. <laughs> yeah, the, the stand, did you see one too? Yeah, like, I, like you know, I mean, Cleo was a crip. They ain't said it said it all. Yeah, they ain't said it was a crip. I think she was too. <laughs> okay, so on this um, can of kisses, we have a kiss or diss segment. Okay, so you gotta decide when you kiss or just person. Idris Elba. Girl, kiss. Well, I ain't even tell you oh. the other person. Oh. Michael Ely. You did not frown at Mr. Ely, ma'am. Um, kiss. But I'm, I'm saying it's Michael Ely. Kiss. So you kissing Idris and dissing Michael. Girl, I'm kissing Idris and fucking Michael. Okay, I, I can get you on that one. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Right, girl. I can't with you. <laughs> Say it, you can get it. 
This and then he got that little hump in his walk and he dressed. What, what the hump in the walk? He just like, you know, he got that little belly on him, but his okay. walk, like, girl, it's like some suave young boy shit. Like, uh -huh. him and DL Hughes, like, my definition of young old niggas. They got that touch. <laughs> well, this has been Candy Kisses TV with your girl Sanchez and Michelle C. Stay tuned. Peace out. Hi, everybody. You guys are tuned in to Candy Kisses TV, baby. Mwah. Y'all can find me on social media at Sanchez Lightning. That's S-A-N-N-C-H-A-Z.